Good morning, friends. You've tuned into Faith Communications of Erie Christian Fellowship Church. We're delighted that you joined us today. Our hope is that today's message will help you to grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. As we listen to today's message, keep in mind that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. Now let's go right into today's broadcast. Guys, if we could remain standing. There's two things that I really feel on my heart that we need to start praying for right now, even before the teaching. And they came to my heart as I was walking around. The first one is this. Young men and young women who grew up in this very church who need our prayers right now. I'm, right now, 6.35 Eastern Standard Time, they need our prayers I don't know what's going on. I don't know which one it is. They need our prayers tonight. So let's begin to pray for them. If someone puts a name on your heart, go ahead and just start praying for that person. You may not have ever attended this church long enough to know. Just the Lord will even tell you their name. So let's just start praying for them tonight. Rich, you can keep the music going for us. It would be great. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Heavenly Father, we just lift up right now. In the name of Jesus. These young men and young women who grew up right here at Erie Christian Fellowship Church. Father, you know specifically the one or multiple that we are praying for right now. Father, put them on our hearts right now. Put them on our hearts right now. Father, we stand and intercede for them tonight. We stand in the gap. We bridge that gap for they're not praying right now, but we're praying for them. We are lifting them up as a congregation right now. In the name of Jesus, whatever situation they're facing, whatever issue that they're having, you are moving on their behalf. The Word says if you are for them, then nothing can be against them. And you are for them. And Father, tonight I just pray that you will minister to their hearts as we're praying. Absolutely. We speak life right now, right now in the name of Jesus. Supernatural hedges of protection around them. Holy Spirit speaking to them, telling them to turn left instead of turning right. Right now, anything that has set themselves up against them that is not of you, we break it tonight in the name of Jesus. We take authority in the name of Jesus over the lies that the enemy has whispered to them and told them day after day after day. It's broken now, tonight, in the name of Jesus. The enemy has no longer any right to rule and reign in their life, and we cast him down tonight. We put him under our feet on their behalf, and we thank you for it. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Minister to their hearts tonight. Bring peace to their hearts tonight. Bring healing to their bodies tonight. Break addictions tonight. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Father, turn their hearts back to you. Their hearts are turning as we're praying. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We thank you for answered prayer tonight. We thank you for the testimonies that are coming. We lift each and every one of them up to you tonight. 
Thank you, Jesus. The other thing on my heart tonight is I truly believe there's a church in Erie that is coming under a major attack from the enemy. And we're going to take authority on their behalf tonight. I don't know the name of the church. I don't know where it is, but I have this feeling that it's in Erie somewhere. And the enemy wants to make inroads, but the Bible says the gates of hell shall not prevail against the church. The gates of hell shall not prevail. And so let's take authority tonight on behalf of that church. Thank you, Jesus. Father, we just pray against anything that is set up against your church. It will not prevail in Jesus' name. Thank you. Father, we pray unity now in Jesus' name. Unity now in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. Thank you. Father, we pray against a spirit of gossip tonight that is trying to destroy one of these churches, and it has to stop tonight in the name of Jesus. Disorder? Stop in the name of Jesus. Yes. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Father. You are on the throne, and we worship you. We worship you. Thank you, Father. We worship you. And we praise you tonight. And Father, as we move into this time of a short teaching, Father, I pray that you just open every one of our ears, that our heart is receptive, that our heart will just be ready to accept your word tonight to transform our lives so we walk out of here completely different, completely changed, completely healed. And we thank you for that in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, amen. 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 Well, you guys can have a seat tonight. Thank you all for coming. Um, if you haven't been here before or very often, uh, we change things up almost every Wednesday night. <laughs> Something's always a little bit different. We change things up here and there. Um, but I just want to welcome you tonight. If you have offering tonight, uh, there is an offering uh, box there on the left-hand side as you go out the door. I just want to say a quick prayer over that. Then we're going to get, get into a teaching tonight uh, on healing. Heavenly Father, we just lift up to you our tithes and offerings tonight. I thank you that you are a rewarder of those who diligently seek you. Father, and we are diligently seeking you tonight. Your will be done. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Your will be done. In this evening, in our lives, in this church, in this city, in this state, in this country, all around the world, Lord, we are praying tonight, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. We thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, welcome tonight again. Uh, tonight, go ahead and open up your Bible. How many times have I said it? Like 14 times. 14 times. John chapter 6. Go ahead and move to John chapter 6 tonight. This evening. Can I say this evening? 
John chapter, John chapter 6. What I want to talk about tonight is healing. And last week, Pastor really set an, an amazing foundation on what the Bible really is speaking about when it comes to healing, the healing that is available to us. And I'm going to walk through some scriptures and some things that God has really been placing on my heart uh, that I just want to share tonight. And then we're going to pray. We're going to just lift up and pray over our prayer requests. And if you have a physical need in your body, we want to pray for you. If you have any kind of physical need in your body, we want to pray for you. Uh, We'll call that up at the end and we'll lay hands uh, on you. We're going to just see God move big time, move mountains. So what God has really put it on my heart, and Pastor really talked about this last week, is it is God's will to heal. It's God's will to heal. It's as simple as that. So what I want to do tonight is I just want to show you some scriptural basis as to why and how the Bible talks about it. it is God's will to heal. And I'm going to walk through some scriptures that really outline how we can begin to build our faith for that healing in our life. So first of all, I'd like to say is this. In the Lord's Prayer, and I just kind of said that, is he always, the, the Jesus taught us how to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So this is Jesus telling us how to pray. We're praying heaven on earth. How many people, can give me a count, how many people are up there in heaven right now who are sick? This is it zero? Okay, so if we're to pray, we want to see heaven on earth, how many people should be sick here? Zero, but they are, and there's, there's a lot of reasons for that. We'll talk through some of those reasons because we live in a fallen world. There is sickness, there's disease, but we also have authority. And we also have the guidance of the Holy Spirit that can help us navigate some of those challenges that we have. And this is a journey, and I get that. This is a journey. So this is a prayer that Jesus commanded us to pray, and he asked that God's will will be done on this earth. So we must truly believe it's God's will to heal. John 6, verse 38. I'm going to jump to a couple scriptures. For I have come down from heaven, not to do my own will, but the will of him who sent me. How many people did Jesus put sickness on when he was here? Not one, not zero. So if Jesus didn't do it, and he's doing what he saw the Father do, and there's no one sick in heaven, and he's telling us to call heaven down to earth then this must be available to us. This is the will of the Father who sent me, that of all he has given me, I should lose nothing, but should raise it up at the last day. And this is the will of him who sent me, that everyone who sees the Son and believes in him may have everlasting life. And I will raise him up in the last day. Jesus died on the cross for our sickness, for our sin, for everything that pertains to us. John 5, verse 19. Or I'm going to skip around a little bit tonight. John 5, verse 19. It says, Then Jesus answered and said to them, Most assuredly, I say to you, the Son, Him, Jesus, can do nothing of Himself but what He sees the Father do. So Jesus went around teaching, preaching, Healing, bringing hope, encouragement, 
changing, changing people's lives, that is the will of God. That's his will. The son also doesn't like manner. Verse 20. For the father loves the son and shows him all things that he himself does. And he will show him greater works than these that we, you, that we may marvel. For as the father raises the dead, how many know he raises the dead? Amen. Are we sure? Amen. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, we're sure. Okay, just checking. <laughs> father raises the dead and gives life to them. Even so, the Son gives life to whom he wills. You see, Jesus healed when he was on this earth. Jesus healed. And too often, we begin to, as just in our carnal minds, we begin to blame God for sickness and disease. We do. I can't believe this is happening to me. You know, why is God mad at me? Why is this? Why is that? Look, God does not bring sickness and disease onto you to somehow, you know, if the Bible talks about how he, chase, he chastens us, he corrects us, he loves us, he does not bring sickness on us to do that. Right. Nowhere in the Bible it says that he brings sickness on you. Nowhere. You can't find it. You say, well, what about Job? What about Job? Oh, hold on a second. Who brought the sickness onto Job? That's right. Job had an open door in his life and I'm going to talk about that a little bit tonight. There's open doors that we have in our life that we need to shut. That's right. And Job had an open door of fear in his life. And the way God has set this up of choice and free will that we have, Job allowed, really, that through that fear for sickness and issues to come onto his life. God doesn't change. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. And if Jesus is a representation of God and was on earth and healed and did good, then our Father wants to heal and do good. And we need to understand and believe that in our hearts. The curse came upon us as a people, as mankind, because of failure, because of sin. But guess what happened when Jesus came? Sin has now been defeated. We have been redeemed. We no longer can have to operate anymore under the curse. No more. It's all gone in the name of Jesus. Somebody says, well, what about Paul's thorn?" Paul had a thorn in his side. Was that a physical thorn in his side? I don't believe so. It doesn't say specifically. But you see, what we've been talking about on Sunday mornings, too, is taking authority over spirits that come to try and antagonize us. Give us. Paul talks about, I do what I, I, do what I don't want to do, even though I don't want to do it, I still do it. And it's, there's the enemy coming in, whispering, telling us to do this, do that. No, that, is a thorn, that would be a thorn, that's a thorn in my side. And you've got to keep that battle up over and over and over and over and over, taking authority over that. Paul and us, we have to command that spirit to leave in the name of Jesus. Command that spirit to leave in the name of Jesus. Luke 13. Go with me to Luke 13, verse 11. Let me back up. I'll start in verse 10. Now he was teaching in one of the synagogues on the Sabbath. And behold, there was a woman who had the spirit of infirmity for 18 years. 18 years. And was bent over and could in no way raise herself up. But when Jesus saw her, he called, or he called her to him and said, Woman, 
You are loosed from your infirmity. You see, that infirmity had a grip on her. And, she, and Jesus, as he spoke to it, he had to loose it from her body. He had to loose it from her body. Loose the infirmity, laid hands on her, and immediately she was made straight and glorified God. I find that very interesting. He had to loose the very thing first that was causing the problem, causing the sickness. Then he laid hands on her, and she was healed. We say, you know what, Pastor Jason, you laid hands on me last week, and I wasn't instantaneously, miraculously healed immediately. Sometimes that happens. Sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes our healing is a process, and we have to say, you know what, we got to be led by the Holy Spirit and say, Holy Spirit, show me what door I've left open because this healing is not yet manifesting in my life. Holy Spirit, what do I need to do? And sometimes it's a very simple answer. Sometimes I've been dealing with back pain for 10 years, and he'll whisper something to you, get a new bed. No, no, seriously. Yeah, get a new bed. And you're like, oh, I didn't even think about that. And you get a new bed and you start sleeping better and your back starts feeling better. You see, the Holy Spirit is here to help us and to guide us. And you may not have instantaneous healing on your back because he wants you to have a new bed. And we have to seek God's will and the Holy Spirit in every situation in our life. Acts 10, verse 36. Acts 10, verse 36. The word which God sent to the children of Israel, preaching peace through Jesus Christ. He is Lord of all. He's Lord of it all. That word you know, which was proclaimed throughout Judea and began from Galilee after the baptism which John preached, how God, listen to this, anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power, who went about doing what? Good. Doing good and doing what? Healing all, not some, all who were oppressed by who? Oh, not, not that they weren't oppressed because God put something on them. What were they oppressed by? The devil. For God was with him. God was a, This is what Jesus did. He went around healing all. So there's two ways that if you look in the Bible, there's two ways that healing is really manifest or becomes a reality in our life. There's two ways that and Pastor Mike, he might say there's like four, but I've got two so far, and maybe I'll have a revelation of two more by next Wednesday. But two, there, there's something called the gift of healing. There's an anointing on certain people to pray over someone and to have a manifestation of healing on their life. There's someone, you know, by the laying on of hands, you, there's people who have a gift of healing. That happens some of the time. But there's a, major, there's a way that the majority of the way that healing comes, and it's not always by that, it's really by faith in the Word of God. Your personal faith in the Word of God. If you look over and over when Jesus, Jesus says, what happens? Your faith made you whole. Your faith made you whole. Those are guys up in the, uh, when they brought their sick, their sick friend, and they opened up the roof and they brought him down, your faith has saved you. Your faith has made you whole. The woman who touched when, when he felt power go out of him. It's her faith that, it was her faith that believed that if she just touched the hem of that garment, she would be made whole. It's our faith. So when the gifts of the Spirit are not in manifestation, the Word always works. The Word always works. And our healing can come from our faith in God's Word. 
You know, many times it says, you know, you can get prayer from the elders if you're sick and get healing. You can pray and read scripture and believe in your heart that you're healed, and you don't necessarily need someone to lay hands on you to manifest that healing. It's because the, the word of God is what's doing the work here as it's building our faith. Proverbs 4, verse 20 says what? It says, my son, give attention to my words. Incline your ear to my sayings. Do not let them depart from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart. For what? Those are life. They are life to those who find them and health to all their flesh. So when the word is hidden on the inside of our heart, life comes to our flesh. It didn't say someone had to lay hands on you to have life on your flesh. It says when they put your word in the heart. When you put his word in your heart, we have health to our flesh. So we need to know that tonight that, guess what? You're already healed. You're already healed. You may not feel it completely. We may have prayed for you before and you say, well, I don't quite feel it just yet. But you, we have to recognize you are already healed. And you need to speak it over and over and to begin to manifest it in your life over and over. I am healed. Sometimes healing does come immediately. Even in my own life, I've had evidences of healing, supernatural healing immediately. Twice. Once back there, probably second row in. Pastor, I think you were praying. Oh, this was like a couple years ago. I had such a pain in my shoulder I think it was my left shoulder. I could barely get it up over my, my head. And pastor just started praying. It was maybe towards the end of worship. And literally, I didn't come up to get prayer. It was healed. Totally healed. And the second time, I had a pain like right here on my side. And I was driving somewhere in, I'm trying to think, it was in Edinburgh. And I was listening to Christopher Alum. Anybody know Christopher Alum? And he was speaking down at Victory. I heard he was down there. I was listening to their podcast. And at the very end, he says, I'm going to pray for healing. And I just want to speak healing. So this was a recorded podcast. But it was the word of God coming through my speaker system in my car while I was driving in Edinburgh. I was like, well, I put my hand right here. It was gone immediately. Now, a couple of weeks ago, I told the story of I was laying on the bathroom floor from a migraine headache. Now, how I wish that healing manifested immediately. It didn't. It took some time. But it still came. It still came. And what we realized and what I taught on a couple weeks ago was that the Holy Spirit showed my beautiful wife what agreement I had made in my life to allow that sickness, that headache to come on. And it was, I I opened the door, very much like how Job opened the door. We have a responsibility in our own lives to ask the Holy Spirit, what door have I opened up? What sin do I have in my life right now? What agreements have I made with the enemy on fear or whatever else, even on doubt that he doesn't really want to heal you? I know, you know, the pastors at the church, they say it all the time, but I don't really believe it. Well, guess what? Don't really believe it. It's really not going to manifest in your life. So we have to begin to believe it. And the spirit of fear and the spirit of guilt was what I was making agreements with for a certain situation. And the moment that that became known and the moment we took authority over that fear and that guilt for that situation was the moment that headache started leaving. And then it started to move. 
It's like, praise God. This is, why, this is one of the many reasons why the Holy Spirit is here. John 14. I want to talk about, just for a short, short time here, John 14, go there with me. I want to read, I'm going to read an extended portion of the Scripture here just for a minute. Verse 9 through 21. And there's a couple things that get pointed out in this passage of Scripture. Let me actually go there. There's a couple things that get pointed out in the Scripture that I think are really important for us to understand how healing can come in our life. So John 14, starting in verse 9. Jesus said to them, I have been with you so long, and yet you have not known me, Philip. He who has seen me has seen the Father. So how can you say, show us the Father? Do you not believe that I am in the Father and the Father in me? The words that I speak to you, I do not speak on my own authority, but the Father who dwells in me does the works. So the very first thing we have to understand about our healing is that Father God wants you healed. He is doing the works. Father God wants you healed. Verse 11, believe me that I am in the Father and the Father in me, or else believe me for the sake of the works themselves. Verse 12, most assuredly I say to you, whoever believes in me, this is Jesus, and the works that he will do also, the greater works than these will he do because I go to the Father. So now Jesus, our healer, has paid the price and is sitting at the right hand of the Father, interceding on our behalf. And so how do we then say, okay, so Jesus, you're there, and the Father wants to heal, and you're interceding on my behalf. What do I need to do? The very next verse tells us. So whatever you ask in my name, that I will do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If you ask anything in my name, I will do it. So we need to ask for our healing in the name of Jesus. This is why we pray in the name of Jesus. And so the next verse down is we have to continue to renew our minds and we have to continue to walk in his commandments and we need the Holy Spirit to continue to lead us and guide us because he says this in verse 15. If you love me, keep my commandments. So speak the name of Jesus, take authority over the sickness, but walk in love, walk in the commandments. And I pray the Father and he will give you another helper. So guess what? How do we possibly walk in the commandments? How do we possibly walk in love? How can we even think to build our faith up enough to actually have healing in our lives? Well, guess what? We have the Holy Spirit to help us do it. That's what it says in verse 16. And I will pray that the Father, he will give you another helper, that he may abide with you forever. Because he is the spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it neither sees him nor knows him, but you know him, for he dwells with you and will be what? In you. I will not leave you orphans. I will come to you. So the Holy Spirit is now dwelling on the inside of us. Jesus is at the right hand of the Father. We have every tool necessary to help us walk through the healing that God has in our lives. Romans 8.11 says, But the Spirit who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you just like we read there, and he who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through his spirit who dwells in you. 
We have, the, we have the wonderful opportunity of the Holy Spirit to lead us and to guide us and to help us walk through our supernatural healing process. It's available to us. And I don't want you to get discouraged if you don't see it manifest immediately. Continue to press in. Continue to say, no, I am healed. By his stripes, I am healed. It's already done for me. And then begin to ask the Holy Spirit, okay, it's not manifested yet in my life. Why not? What do you want me to go do? What is it? What do you want me to go do? I joked about buying a new bed, but there could be a million things. God knows exactly what you need to get your complete and perfect healing. We can be led by the Holy Spirit to change things in our lives. He can reveal to us agreements and habits that we have that we need to change in our lives. This is a process, and we have to continue to battle and conquer the things, the thorns in our side that are coming after us. So I want to pray tonight for the list uh, of prayer requests from Sunday. And Rich, I'll ask if you put some music on again. We're just going to pray over these, and then we're going to walk around as we did in the beginning, and we're just going to spend some time praying. And then at the very end, I'm going to invite anybody up who has a physical need in their body, and we will lay hands on you, and God's supernatural healing power is going to take place in your life. And even as we pray, he'll be showing you, this is what I want you to do. This is what I want you to change. And your life, your body manifested healing will be completely done in the spiritual realm. And then we can walk it out in the natural realm moving forward. Amen? Amen. Heavenly Father, just stand with me tonight. Let's just pray over these prayer requests. Heavenly Father, we just thank you right now for two people who are dealing with alcohol addictions. In the name of Jesus, we break the power of alcohol in their life. That addiction is broken tonight in the name of Jesus. It no longer has any authority to rule and reign in their life. Father, minister to them now in the name of Jesus. No more, no more are they going to battle this in Jesus' name. We thank you, Father, for abundant life, abundant life tonight. Father, we just pray for someone's aunt who is recovering from surgery. We're just praying now and believing for complete and total healing in the name of Jesus. Father, you created medicine, you created ways to give us help, and we're happy for that, Lord, but we also created to heal and to recover, and we speak to this body now that is healing and recovery is happening now in the name of Jesus. And we thank you, Father, for so many testimonies and good reports that are coming in, that have come in, that are coming in, that will come in. We thank you that you are moving on our behalf. You are moving on the behalf of those prayers of the saints that have been cast up to you. And Father, as we just spend a few minutes walking around and praying, that you would just put people on our hearts tonight, that we can just lift up and intercede for tonight. And we thank you for that in Jesus' name. So church, let's just walk around or stay in your seat. We're just going to pray for a couple minutes, and then we'll just we'll pray for healing at the end. Thank you, Jesus.
Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. There's no place we would rather be. No place we would rather be. Heavenly Father, thank you for your presence here tonight. Thank you for your presence tonight. I ask if there's anyone here tonight who's got a physical need in their body, we just want to lay hands on you tonight and we want to see the manifestation of God's healing power become evident in your physical body. So if that's you tonight, come on up. Honey, you want to join me? Pastor, you want to join me? Anybody else? Just come on up. Father, we just come to you tonight. Father, we worship you. You are the King of all kings, the Lord of all lords. It is your will to heal us. And Father, we speak to this cough now. We speak to whatever germ, issue, whatever it is that's causing this cough, we call it to be gone now in Jesus' name. That Andrew's body now comes into perfect healing and in line with your will for her body, which is healing from the very top of her head to the bottom of her feet. And we just speak to this cough. We call it under, under our feet now in the name of Jesus. And we call this body healed and whole in Jesus' name. And even as she leaves this place tonight, the coughing will begin to cease. And as she goes to bed tonight and wakes up tomorrow, that cough shall be gone in the name of Jesus. And we thank you for it. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. 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 All right, what can we pray for? I have neuropathy in my lower legs. Okay. And numbness. Numbness. Okay, like knee area and down? Um, All the down way down. here I can't feel my toes. Okay. Like, yeah, there's no feeling. And then there's like numbness in my upper legs too. Okay. All right. All right. Slide forward a little bit here. Heavenly Father, Heavenly Father, good man. Praise you, Father. Father, I thank you for Yes. And as she walks in the way, yes. the feeling will come back yes. in her feet. Yes. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Worship you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. What can we pray for you for? A sharpening pain down my leg at half the time. I can't walk with it. And then, you know, if I sit.
sometimes be okay, but then it'll start again for a little bit. Okay. It's a sharp pain. Yeah. Down your leg. Left leg or right leg? My left leg. Left, left, yeah. left. Gosh. All right, Heavenly Father, thank we just you, come Jesus. to you now. We thank you that every part of her body is working perfectly now as we pray. We thank you that by your stripes we are healed. That healing is ours and it's manifesting now in her body in the name of Jesus. That this leg, this nerve, whatever it is that's causing problems is healed now in Jesus' name. That it's going back into the spots where it should go. That the signals are being sent perfectly. That if there's a bone that slipped out of place, that it's going back now even as we pray. And that anything that it's causing this now, whatever it is, it's broken in the name of Jesus. It's back to its perfect place. And we thank you for that healing that's manifesting. Thank you she's able to walk. She's able to move quickly. She's able to sit able to stand up and able to go. She will run and she will not yes, be weary. She yes. will walk and she will not fail. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Guys, let's just worship tonight as we close. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. You are great. You are mighty. You are glorious. We thank you for your healing power. We thank you for your touch on our lives tonight. And as we go from this place, Lord, we just pray, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And as we go from here and every place we go tonight and tomorrow, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Bless each and every person here tonight. Give them favor. Open doors for them that need opened. Close doors that need closed. Heal things that need healed. Restore things that need restored. Bring back things that need brought back. Take away things that need to be taken away. And we just thank you for each and every one of those things. It's in your precious name we pray. Amen, amen, and amen. Thank you guys for coming. We shall see you on Sunday. Thank you for being a part of today's Faith Communications broadcast of Erie Christian Fellowship Church. If you do not currently have a church home, you are invited to join us on Sunday mornings at 10 o'clock. Erie Christian Fellowship is located at 5900 Saratania Road, directly across from the Walnut Creek Middle School. You'll find us on the web at www.ecfchurch.org, where you may sign up to receive our monthly Faith Communications newsletter. Again, thanks for joining us today, and always remember 2 Corinthians 5-7 that declares, For we walk by faith, not by sight.